Welcome to the first show of the new month. Welcome to February. Welcome to the match of the month. And I'm super excited to get this month underway, get this month in gear. Uh, We have a lot of great things coming this month. We have, as of this past Wednesday, which was, I think, January 31st, right? Yeah. We talked about, we had uh, the review of Power, Season 2 of Force, uh, which I enjoyed. I believe February we have a review of Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, the story. No, I have not played the game. I will not buy the game. I will not be playing the game. Um, But I did do a review on it because it was too good to not talk about. And I have enjoyed seeing this fire burn every single second has been I've been in I'm not gonna lie to you guys I've enjoyed it way too much I should not be enjoying something like this way as much as I've been enjoying it but I have been we have Reacher season two review we have Invincible part one season two review um and I believe that's it for the month of February in the Wednesday show as far as February goes in uh and, and on the Monday show, we're going to keep rolling here, doing what we do. April will be different because I actually am going to WrestleMania. As we get closer to that date, I will come up with a plan as to what that is. Because the Wednesday show is taken care of until, jeez, until what, May. As we do begin our retrospective of 24, my favorite show of all time. That will begin in March. So Wednesday show is already packed and ready to go. It just comes down to the Monday show and uh, us figuring some things out. But that's only going to be for one uh, one week. So it should be good. But anyways, as of this recording, I'm actually recording this on Thursday, February 1st. Um, and the first Sunday of the month is February 4th. And so... I'm recording this before I'm recording the Monday show, so I'm not gonna go into too many details. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the month that on the Monday show, but essentially, as of right now, we know that CM Punk has torn his tricep. He is out of the main event at WrestleMania, uh, and so which was that was the only path that they were gonna go. I don't care what anyone says, and so here's where we are. I I I was I actually had two ideas, and then I hadn't recorded the show yet, and I said, uh, and then. This happened, and I said, well, this is not the first time, won't be the last time, I'm sure, that a main event at WrestleMania has been interrupted due to injury. One time, and I think I brought this up maybe a few weeks ago, talking about the Royal Rumble. I did, actually. A few weeks ago, talking about the Royal Rumble and just doing my little nitpicky thing. So, and yes, by the way, you guys enjoyed that a lot. I was asked to do uh, my my top ten moments of Elimination Chamber. I don't think I have many nitpicky moments in chamber matches, to be honest with you. I don't examine them like I examine the Rumbles. Um, I will do my favorite chamber matches of all time, though. I got, but that that's I'm gonna have to go into the bag because I don't remember all of them, to be honest with you. Um, it's not a pay per view or a, a a match I actually look forward to. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, I'm okay with that as well, you know. Um, but. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out as the month rolls on. I thought about this moment, I brought it up a few weeks ago, and this isn't the first time, won't be the last time, as I said. Well, let's go all the way back to 2006, 2007. In 2006, we had, essentially, in my opinion, the real rise of John Cena. 2005, you start hearing the boos, people are realizing he's being forced, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then you hit this 
I think 2006 is one of my favorite years in wrestling history, WWE-wise and TNA-wise. Um, I don't remember exactly what was going on in ROH at the time, but I do know TNA and, and uh, WWE was just... It was something special about that year for me as a fan. Like, I remember a lot of it so vividly. But I do remember there being this this thing where they're trying... I will say this. WWE tried their best to get away from John Cena and to other people, but Cena just, he had he had it. And Vince just didn't want to give that up. And look, if you're a businessman, woman, whatever you want to call yourself, if you have something that works, why would you ruin it? I, I understand it to this day, and I get it. And so, do you have this 2006-year John Cena who kept losing and winning the title back? He lost the RVD, he lost the Edge a couple times. Uh, that, but he ended up you know, having it. As we're going into 2007, something on the mid card had happened. 2006 was the reunite uh, was the reunite Degeneration X, and they were feuding with this the the, the um, Spirit Squad, Vince and Big Show and Shane McMahon, and what was one of the most hellacious Hell in a Cell matches of all time. I can watch that Hell in a Cell match because it was brutal to watch. I think what everyone but but the Big Show was busted open. Man, and that was, and they went like 30 minutes, and it was, it was just ridiculous. But you have this undercurrent of DX. Now, the main event of WrestleMania 20, um, was it 22? 22 was John Cena defending the WWE Heavyweight Championship in Chicago against Triple H. And Triple H was, I think, yeah, Triple H was in the final three of the Rumble with Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio, the eventual winner, and. I do not remember how he got the shot at the title. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure if I actually thought about it, I would remember in like 10 seconds. But anyways, he ends up getting the shot, and so John Cena makes him tap out. And this was the Chicago crowd. They turned everything upside down. And I remember watching that pay-per-view live. I ordered it at home. And I remember vividly saying to myself, like, damn, this crowd is making this fucking... The match was still good. I was like, man, these guys are making—they're making this match just mean something. The following year, and Choice tapped out, which surprised the crowd. So, anyways, as we go into the next year, we still have Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels together. And in my opinion, I thought they were gonna go with the route of them winning the tag team championships. But, but if you ask Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Cena, they said that was never the plan at the time. The plan at the time was to break apart DX. Not there wasn't gonna be any beef or anything, but they were gonna have solo matches. And Shawn Michaels was scheduled to face the Undertaker. I mean, I mean not the Undertaker. Um, Kennedy. And even though Kennedy won the the Money in the Bank, it, 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 the whole how this domino affected this year was uh, this WrestleMania was very interesting. So supposedly, because Shawn Michaels was feuding with Kennedy a little bit at the time. But it wasn't like the feud that would happen the next year or later on in the year. Anyways, so Shawn Michaels was supposedly supposed to face Ken Kennedy at WrestleMania that year. That was going to be his match. Triple H was going to main event in a rematch against John Cena for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. No one has said who was going to win that match. I find it interesting because I had said this a few weeks ago. I said, there's no way Cena was going to go back to back and win. But then I thought about what they did, and it's like, well, maybe he was. I don't know. Like, no one's ever talked about who's going to win. Maybe they didn't know. So we get to uh, New Year's Resolution, Revolution, and you have Rated RKO versus DX, which hits a spinebuster on, uh, on uh, Randy Orton. 
All right, again. Now, insert Shawn Michaels. Now, you get to the Royal Rumble and you have one of the... What Cody's been trying to do the last two years in the Rumble is what Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, which what we talked about just a few weeks ago. Those two had... <clears throat> if you don't remember anything from that Rumble, you remember the 2007 Royal Rumble, the very last two men in the ring, two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, two of the greatest legacies of all time, going at it for about five to six minutes before Undertaker finally eliminates Shawn Michaels in order to get his first Royal Rumble win, his only Rumble win, and his first <clears throat> guaranteed main event shot at WrestleMania. If you remember anything about that Rumble, that's what you remember. I remember, I actually remember several things about that Rumble. <clears throat> it was the first time where ECW branded wrestlers uh, were, in the, were in the Rumble. I remember Sabu setting a table, only get chokeslammed through the table. I remember the final four being Randy Orton, Edge, Shawn Michaels, and Undertaker. I remember how Randy Orton and Edge were eliminated. I remember a lot of things about that Rumble. And so now you have entered Shawn Michaels into this, uh, into this essentially feud with John Cena. Now, we didn't know who was going to face John Cena at WrestleMania until I think the last, until, until, what was it? It was, it was right before uh, <clears throat> the February pay-per-view that year because, <coughs> excuse me guys, it was right before that pay-per-view. So essentially, because that pay-per-view had the WrestleMania main events, it had Batista and Undertaker versus John Cena and Shawn Michaels. And John Cena and Shawn Michaels won that match at the pay-per-view. Two weeks prior, they had a number one contenders match. And that number one contenders match was a triple threat match with Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, and Edge. And what ended up happening was Edge is going for the spear on Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels ducks, well, dodges the spear, throws Edge into Orton. Orton hits his, uh, gets hit with the spear. Edge turns around, super kicks. Shawn Michaels pins and wins. So on the road to WrestleMania, now John Cena and Shawn Michaels have won the WWE Tag Team Championships. You would never know that watching the main event because they didn't bring the damn belts out. But they did on the graphic say Tag Team Champion. And I believe that was Shawn Michaels' first title in like five, four or five years. Because he had won the World's Heavyweight Championship when he first got back in 2002. And I don't think he won a title up until that point. And I think him and Triple I think he had that title run for the tag team titles. And I think he had one more tag team title run with Triple H. And that was it. For all the legendary moments this man has had, he didn't really have many title runs. His title reigns, for someone to be at the level he was at, I know he, he, he lost four years. But if you look at, and I know a lot of times, and he's admitted to being a complete jerk and everything like that. But if you actually look at his legacy and how many titles he held, he's only a four-time world champion. I think he's a three-time Intercontinental Champion. And I think a four- or five-time Tag Team Champion. And a one-time European Champion. That's not many reigns. So let's just do the math together. Four, three, European, eight, five. So that's 13 title reigns. It's not a lot for a man that stole the show almost every time he touched the ring, you know? It's just amazing to me. A lot of times, less, this is just more sometimes. And AJ Styles is in that same boat. If you look at as many title reigns as he had, he hasn't had many, you know? But I can say for sure the ones he's had have kind of made a difference, you know? So I just think it's interesting. So anyways, so some, along the lines, they win the tag team championships. And so now you have the two guys main eventing WrestleMania 23, the tag team champions, but Shawn Michaels wants the WWE championship. And so <clears throat> they go into Detroit at WrestleMania. And this is your match of the month. 
Shawn Michaels versus John Cena, tag team champions. The first time ever in, in the history of WWE where the tag team champions are main eventing against each other for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Now, going into it, I knew Shawn Michaels was not going to win a WWE title. You, you had to have the hope. I was a, such a Shawn Michaels fan. I, I didn't do it with Cena. Everything to do with me being a Shawn Michaels fan. And then these two went out there and had a classic. Little did we know, they would then, a month later, in London, have an hour-long Broadway that was even better than this match. But obviously, if you add a commercial... But if you actually, if you actually watch it on the network, or Peacock, excuse me, uh, there shouldn't be any... Well, if you have the... Depends on what, what tier you have. There shouldn't be any commercial breaks on there. So you should actually watch it without the commercials. So I know I might take it down for some people, but they, they had a classic. But we're going to get to that in a second. Let's get let's hit this match. So in this match, we had Cena busted open. Uh, I don't think Sean was busted open at all. But Cena got hit with a pile driver on the outside. Cena took some punishment. And Sean was using his speed to his advantage. But when Cena hit, like what they did was they played very well to both people's strengths. Sean will use his, will use his speed. Cena will use his power. And, whenever, and he sold like hell for Cena. And to me, this was something that was such a big deal. Him beating the two men that back-to-back clean. And he made them both tap out. Sean tapped it later on to the uh, STFU. But um, this match was great. And Jim Ross was great on the commentary here with you, with King. Like, And Sean, the way he sold it. like Cena's like, we have the tag team titles. What's wrong with you? Like, he, like I love the way both parties sold it, because Cena just couldn't understand. Like, you still have that though. Do you know how long it's been since I've had that championship? At that point in time, it was almost a decade since he last held that particular championship. So the hunger Sean was showing, even though if we're being honest, Sean didn't want that title. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. But in storyline, it worked. And Cena was on this at the time this this run where we knew it would end after a year, but it, it ended because because of injury he didn't technically even lose the championship. But um, anyways, I, I made this in matches month because injury forced us to get this main event, and I don't think see I don't think the crowd in Detroit, taking nothing away from the crowd in Detroit, but they legit love Shawn Michaels. Like, Shawn Michaels has... There's this love affair with Shawn Michaels. For everything that we've heard... <clears throat> I see Shawn Michaels like I see Michael Jordan. Everyone who watched basketball and loved basketball that I know, except for one person, which is crazy, watched the Last uh, last Dance documentary, right? And it was based around Michael Jordan and his story and everyone telling their stories about were, uh, f- uh, going against him, etc., 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 right? So... <clears throat> I remember a lot of people coming out of that saying, damn, Jordan's a badass. Excuse me. I remember coming out of it saying, man, Jordan's an asshole. (laughs) You know? And I was like, yo, this is crazy how people just aren't like, they refuse to accept that this dude just is a jerk. You know? And even though, and Jordan in the documentary, he was trying to justify his jerkness, but he was saying, yo, I'm a guy with a jerk. I'm kind of a bad person at times. Because I want to win. I'm that competitive. I want to win. So anyways... I always thought that was fascinating, though, how people just kind of, like, overlook that with him. Shawn Michaels has said, I said this to Bret Hart, I did this, I did this, I did this. And he says, and even if he doesn't remember, he says, I probably did it. I was a horrible person back then. He will tell you. He, does, he doesn't even deny stuff. Stuff that could, should t- t- tarnish his legacy. There's such a love affair with this man that 
it, to me, the reaction in Chicago was more about they just retired Cena. And that's just the Chicago crowd. Detroit was genuinely split. Like, the, the, all you heard was kids at that time. Channing Cena, it was like the adults went, no, Sean beat him, right? Excuse me. So they end up losing the tag team championships. They didn't even get pinned for the tag team titles. The Hardy Boys end up winning those titles in a battle royal where Shawn Michaels eliminated Cena. And then Shawn Michaels got eliminated. That was their way of getting the tag team titles off them. Well, then traveled, they traveled to London. And I can't remember the... I, 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 for someone who says that I remember 2006 vividly, <laughs> I'm clearly making myself look like a fool. But there was supposed to be a match. I think it was Edge and Christian or... It was Ed, there was supposed to be an Edge match on that show. Supposedly. Air quotes. Air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. But Cena and Michaels took up all the TV time. And they went an hour. And Shawn Michaels hit a sweet chin music. I'll never forget. They were both exhausted. And Jonathan Coachman actually told a story on Chris Van Vliet that apparently that entire London trip, Cena was like just getting hammered. He was he spent like 100 grand in liquor for everybody, right? And they finally told him, hey, dude, just so you know, you're going, you're going to be going like 45 minutes to an hour with Shawn Michaels. So he looked, he said, what? And that's when he stopped partying and started taking it seriously. You would never know. Those two went back and forth. And I remember, I, now I do remember the spot. He, he hurls over Cena, hits Sweet Shin Music, falls on him, pins the, it was a nine-title match. But he pins Cena. That is so rare to have a, a at that time, at that time, Super Cena was so rare to have anyone pin this guy. And I'm not going to say Shawn Michaels was the first one to pin. Well, he was probably the first one to pin him clean as Super Cena. But that was rare at the time, you know. Triple H did it later on, but it was non-titled. But I remember saying to myself, dude. And I remember I didn't watch it live. I remember because um, I hate watching those London shows because the... I feel like the quality, even with HD, just looks bad because it's recorded already. So, I remember not watching it. I was just going to wait for the pay-per-view because it was a fatal four at, at the pay-per-view. And it was going to be John Cena defending the WWE Championship against Edge, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels, which Cena ended up winning that and retaining. I think he pinned Edge. Anyways, so I remember vividly like not watching it, and I had a friend who called my really bad flip cell phone and I looked at the phone, I saw who it was, and I ignored it because I was doing some other shit. He kept calling. Five in a row. Finally, I'm like, yo, what the bleep is going on? He's like, you, did you not watch Raw last night? I've been waiting for you to call me. He's like, nah. You didn't watch Raw? I'm like, no. He's like, yo, Cena Michaels, win an hour. Find a way to watch it. Click. I went scrambling. And I, uh, having a friend who recorded all the Raws. And I don't know why, because he never watched them. But I think it was just out of habit from the attitude era. He, was, he, he never stopped recording Raws until he ended up having a family and just overall gave up wrestling. But he, I think it was out of habit, he recorded all Raws. So I said, hey, man, you, did you record Raws? He's like, yeah. He's like, you want it? I said, yeah. And outside the commercials, it was a thing of beauty. Now I think about it, I might actually go back and watch it now. I might actually look up that pay-per-view. I mean, that uh, that Raw and see that. Because I have the ad-free version of Peacock. But, like, I'm telling you. Like, it was pretty badass. You know, I, prefer, I I like both matches, though. They're both, to me, classics. You know, and to me, it helped me as a fan to understand that Cena was just a different breed and to accept him for who he is. Because him wrestling Shawn Michaels, I think Shawn Michaels even said this on his DVD. He said, 
like when they were met planning that match out, Cena trusted him and listened to his ideas. And I'm not saying that was all Shawn Michaels. Um, I'm sure Cena would tell if it was. He's a pretty humble guy. But um, what I, I feel like Shawn was leading that match. No, I know Shawn was leading that match. And it's clear because they, 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 they still showed his weaknesses. But they, his strengths were so overpowering that they was like, okay, this is what he's good at. To that point, I don't think we had seen a match where Cena's strengths were so heightened, you know? So it, it, it meant something to me as a fan. So, um, yeah, I would, those, I would check those matches out, guys. WrestleMania 23, Shawn Michaels versus Cena for the WWE Championship, the first time ever tag team champions are going at in the main event of WrestleMania. And I'll also check out the match in London where they win an hour. Uh, those are your two matches of the month. And like I said, the, theory, the theme is just uh, injuries lead to this. You know, who knows what the main event for night one is going to be now. But whatever it is, it's, it, the door is wide open. So, hey, guys, that's your match of the month. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Or, yeah, as you guys listen to this, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on Monday with, for the regular Monday show and Wednesday as well. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We're out.